This is a podcast from Minute Media. Well, I just think that uh, I think that Kirk Cousins needs to be credited for his brilliance. I mean, the man, uh, you know, he, you know, he doesn't win too many playoff games. I think he's only won one uh, in his career. Uh, you know, half the time he doesn't make the playoffs. Yet he positioned himself to get a guaranteed eighty-four million dollars over three years uh, a couple of years ago, and now he's got a two-year extension. Uh, so he finds a way to make money. I don't know whether it's him or whether it's a- his agent. He is a very, very nice guy, very, very likable guy, uh, smart and a really decent quarterback. I certainly wouldn't call him a winner, but somehow, some way, he manages to make sure he gets his numbers and he gets his money. Props to him. Welcome to the Viking Age podcast. Thank you for tuning in right here on the Viking Age YouTube channel. Uh, Subscribe, like, do everything. I'm botching the intro right now. My name is Chris Shad. I'm joined by my co-host, Adam Patrick. We do this every Monday and Thursday night where we talk about everything revolving around your favorite football team, the Minnesota Vikings. Adam, how's your combine weekend, man? Uh, good. I didn't really watch too much of it. I saw the highlights of the the uh, giant people running really fast uh, <laughs> in almost nothing. Um, but I'm feeling good, pretty good today because tonight I'm going to go see the new Batman movie. So I'm pretty pumped about uh-huh. that. You yeah. see, the combine was not my highlight of the weekend either because uh, oh, AEW put on another yeah. banger of a pay per view. I did with I Revolution. Did. I did, but yes, that I, I that love face, their names that, too. That face turn was a good one. What? Oh, Wardlow. Yeah. Or who are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, where he where he gave CM Punk the wit ring after the, the, the dog collar match. For those of you who don't piece. speak wrestling. Yeah, a dog collar match is where they put a literal dog collar around each other's neck and they have a chain and they beat each other with a chain for like 40 minutes. It's very bloody, but it's very awesome. Don't knock it till you try it. Um, Let's get started. (laughs) Let's talk about some Viking stuff because we just had some Viking news break just before we came on the air. Mm. The Vikings are parting ways with head trainer Eric Sugarman after 16 years. Highly regarded within the organization overall. Uh, The good, he oversaw Adrian Peterson's return from when he completely shredded his knee in 2011, I want to say, because he came back in 2012 and won the MVP. (laughs) And then uh, Teddy Bridgewater's leg, he winds up coming back too. So a lot of people like him. The bad, uh, there is some here. He was named in a 2008 lawsuit for trying to convince players to use Tordal, which is a (laughs) painkiller. And then you also have uh, some players with a little weird injury thing going on. You got Daniil Hunter's neck going from a tweak to season-ending surgery. You had whatever happened with Michael Pierce. Dalvin Cook dislocates his shoulder, runs back onto the field, seemingly the very next play. Uh, Were you surprised that they let him go? Yeah, Sharif Floyd. They they botched his surgery. So Mm -hmm. maybe this wasn't as surprising at all, Adam. Um, yeah, I think stuff's going to come out. I think we're already seeing that. I think right before we went on, uh, former Viking Fetty Odenabo tweeted out that actually, you know, what, let me, let me pull it up because, uh, I don't want to, 
uh, put any words in his mouth, but Ofedi Odenabo, former Vikings defensive end, tweeted out in response to Ben Gessling's uh, uh, reporting of the Vikings moving on from Eric Sugarman. He said, Eric Sugarman was not a good man. So whatever narrative you guys think of him, it's been fabricated. Oh, okay. Um, so I, I'm going to expect that more is probably going to come out about, you know, some of the things that went on while Sugarman was there. You did mention that, you know, he was there when, when Teddy's leg, uh, you know, blew up and everything. So I'm sure Teddy's thankful that he was there. He probably did a, a bunch of good things, but you know, there was a lot of things that he probably didn't do that well either, you know, feeding donuts to players before every game, you know, in the donut club. Uh, that's, that's really, that's so much sugar. No, um, no, but uh, I think I'm not surprised because, this this is a regime change. This is a culture change. Nobody's job is safe. It doesn't matter how how long you've been with the organization. I expect a lot more changes to come after the draft, um, because that would typically be the the Vikings can bring in their own scouting staff and stuff after that. And uh, there might be some more front office changes as well. Just just shifting. You know, there's a reason why Spielman and Zimmer were fired. It's because whatever they were doing wasn't working. So you know. Uh, Quasi Adolfo Mensa and Kevin O'Connell, you know, if, if they're going to fail, they're going to fail doing things their own way. And they're not going to, you know, fail doing something that someone else wants them to. They, they have uh, a plan in place and it's clear that they want to do things their own way. And, and Sugarman was not a part of those plans. And, and who knows, maybe something else happened behind the scenes that, that caused this, but no, I'm not, I'm not surprised. I don't, I'm not going to be surprised by any of, moves that probably happen within the next couple months. So what are your thoughts? Well, we haven't heard anything about Sugarman in particular, but I would think that NFL trainers are probably the most shadiest people on a coaching staff in most regard. Like if you've ever seen the movie, any given Sunday, you know, players are begging to get out. They got contracts with non-guaranteed mm-hmm. salaries. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's one of those deals like Dalvin cook. He, I mentioned he dislocated his shoulder. Like everybody thought his season was over and then he's out against the Steelers. What I actually, I think he missed a game in between there because there was a lions game. So he gets hurt against the Niners. Everybody thinks he gets carted off the field. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's like, Oh, lions game. everyone came yeah. out of the field. Like, like his arm yeah. fell off. Yeah. Like he just had his arm ripped off or something. <laughs> everybody came onto the field, wished him well, Next week, misses the game against Detroit. Against Pittsburgh, he goes out, has a really good game, but everybody's kind of like, why is Dalvin playing? Like, this season's probably over. And Dalvin played the rest of the season without too many known issues. But there was also a report, and I think it was either Ben Gessling or Chad Graff said this, where, you know, players were afraid to get back to 100% under Mike Zimmer because they thought they would lose their place. They thought that it would hurt their standing within the organization. And I wonder if part of that had to do with the trainer and what they're doing. And I'm, I'm kind of recklessly speculating on this, but I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if there was some shady stuff going on behind the scenes. And remember Mike Zimmer was kind of like, well, the trainers told me this, the trainers told me that, like, <laughs> I think there was a very big disconnect between the training staff and Mike Zimmer and a lot of us just kind of brush it off as ah Zimmer's old crusty guy, but I I think there might be something to it if Sugarman is let go. For sure, and you think back to uh, Anthony Barr earlier this season, how he 
uh, sat out a few games because he was having some some knee issues and and you know would he have done that if he wasn't established like he wasn't a, an established piece of the defense because you know he's going to play no matter what one he's he was Mike Zimmer's favorite uh, that was pretty clear him or Harrison Smith debatable um, but yeah you look back at that you know would he been would he have done that been able to sit out if if he you know wasn't in favor of Mike Zimmer or or the, like the trainer were they doing everything necessary to are they was the was the training staff doing everything necessary for the players or are they doing every, everything necessary to get these guys back on the field because there's a big difference there's a difference between you know like helping these guys stay in the league for as long as possible or getting them ready to play one more game like and i think that's probably what the Vikings want to fix. I think a lot of teams are probably going to, are probably moving in that direction. I think the Rams where Kevin O'Connell came from, they were known for, you know, keeping a bunch of their guys healthy for the most, most part, most of the year. Obviously I you know Robert Woods went down Odell Beckham, but those are injuries that kind of are preventable or unpreventable. Um, so I'm just, I'm, I'm curious to see what, what sort of direction they're coming from. Cause we know that, Quesiodofamensa is very smart, and he might look at some of the tactics or approaches that Eric Sugarman was using, or things that he wanted to do, and be like, "No, we're we're not going to do that anymore." And you know, we'll just we'll find somebody else who can kind of do things the way that that we want them to be done. So, um, I once again have no problem with with this move. Uh, so, you have any, any be, anything else? Yeah, yeah, it might be something as simple as. You know, when the Timberwolves got sold to Mark Laurie and Alex Rodriguez, they interviewed everybody. They interviewed, yeah. you know, just to kind of get their feel of the organization. Maybe Quasey interviewed some people and they're just like, yeah, Sugarman's doing some stuff. So, again, we don't know a lot about it. I already probably speculated way too much, but Not yet. I think it's just. Yeah, I think it's just one of many changes that are going to be coming here. And we already see Sugarman out the door. We saw several coaches get out the door. They apparently didn't even approach Andre Patterson about coming back. But what other changes do you think are going to be made before this team hits the field again in 2022? Oh, well, I mentioned the, the scouting staff. I think uh, a lot of people... Right now, are like, oh, they didn't get rid of, the, rid of the scouting staff. But typically, the teams, you know, new regime comes in. You keep the scouting staff until at least, you know, through the NFL draft because this 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 group of people have, has already done so much work, and it doesn't make a lot of sense to bring in a brand new staff with you know two or three months to go before the draft because you basically have to start from scratch, and it's just not a very good idea. So I know I'm I'm thinking they're going to use these guys for for this draft, and then I could see you know some some major changes i think this change with sugarman signifies that you know nothing is to be unexpected with with this new regime and the thing thing with this though i like is that ownership seems to be on board with this like this is a pretty significant move for them to make to move on from a guy who's been with the team for for 16 years you know they they're they're willing to listen they realize things are changing in the league and you know this is this is for for the better and uh hopefully it was a move that was made 
just, you know, based on philosophy and not for, you know, punishment or anything like that or hush hush. Cause I just read about the, uh, the Cowboys cheerleaders, uh, uh, scandal or whatever that they had. And, uh, that's not something that was too great. Uh, so hopefully nothing like that, but you know, I, I, once again, I'm not going to be surprised with anyone that, that moves on, whether it's front office, players. I think they have their coaching staff in place. Um, I think this does say, though, like guys like you're like Adam Thielen, he's going to stay. He's a Minnesota guy. I don't think that matters anymore. I think they want to move as far away from this this last regime, even the one before that, like as possible. This is a totally different Vikings team, and they're going to do things their own way, and they're going to – go down doing their own things their own way or, or succeed doing things their own way. And then, and I like that. It's going to, it's a bit refreshing. I feel like you hinted about the roster and that's what I had on my outline that, you know, the roster is probably going to be the one thing that changes the most because Luke Braun of locked on Vikings tweeted this out. He's like, okay, so you're changing the coaching staff. You're changing the training staff. You're changing the front office. You're changing this. You're changing that. You're changing the color of the walls. You're changing the, you know, the lighting in the building or whatever, but, but you're leaving the roster Kirk, alone. Yeah, keep Kirk Cousins. Yeah, keep Kirk Cousins at $45 million. Like, you know, I, this thing's going to be wild, man. Like, I, honestly, in the next week and a half, this roster is going to be blown up with a stick of dynamite. And that, Brings us to our next talker. I wish we had a sounder for this, but it's time to check down with Kirk <laughs> Cousins. And this doesn't start in Minnesota. This starts over in Green Bay with another quarterback who may or may not be available. Aaron Rodgers is getting his Zen or his Panchakarma or whatever, trying to be master of the universe or whatever is going on there. But according to Pro Football Talks, Mike Florio. He's got his choices set to four teams in 2022, which is interesting because he's not a free agent, but oh well. Uh, He's got it down to the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Tennessee Titans, the Denver Broncos, and the Packers. And he said it's not a matter of these teams or the Packers. This is a matter of any of these four teams. So my first question is what effect do you think Aaron Rodgers has on Kirk Cousins' availability? Um, I don't know. I I thought about this because I don't think the Vikings should be making decisions based on whatever Aaron Rodgers does. I think they should have already have a plan in place with what they want to do. Um, I'm sure the Broncos or the Steelers not getting Aaron Rodgers would help uh, the Vikings move Cousins to one of those teams, but I'm not so sure that Cousins is their backup plan. I think especially with the Steelers, as much as it seems like it's a good fit, I think the Steelers are smart enough to realize that one, Kirk Cousins is not worth the amount of money that he's going to get paid next year or the amount of money that he wants. Uh, They would rather, you know, invest some time into developing a younger quarterback, whether it's this year or next year. And they realize that they can probably get things done uh, with a quarterback who doesn't cost as much and they can prove, you know, you know, improve their roster with uh, the other money that they have. And I feel like Mitchell Trubisky has been a, a name that's thrown around a lot this, this last week. I feel like that might've been uh, some, some agent influenced reporting where, Oh, Mitchell Trubisky is the hot name uh, this summer. He's going to get starter quarterback money. And like, 
Okay. Is this an Adam Schefter, like Mr. Editor, you know, tweet uh, going on? Because if anyone's watched Mr. Mitchell Trubisky, uh, they can easily say, you know, like, what are you talking about? But with Kirk Cousins, um, I'm starting to think like the Vikings first, they wanted to get him probably give him an extension, like a shorter extension for, that would lower the cap. Hit. And it's clear Kirk Cousins doesn't want to do that. Um, he wants, you know, whatever, 40 million or, or higher. Um, he doesn't want to do team friendly. We'll just say that. And then, so number two would be to trade him. And from everything that came out of the combine, doesn't sound like there's too many teams interested in him because of his cost. And number three is just to let him run out the final year of his deal. And that would mean he goes to free agency in 2023. And I have no problem with that because at this point it's like, okay, Kirk, you think you're worth this much money. Why don't you go find out in 2023, how much teams are willing to pay for a 35 year old quarterback uh, who's has one playoff win in his career and is a 500 quarterback. Go, go find out, see if you can make 40 million a year because you're not going to. So I think he's in for a rude awakening when, uh, if, if the Vikings let him run his contract out, which I think right now seems to be, the favorite I would say, but, but trading him and then extension last. Uh, but I, I don't think Aaron Rodgers decision is going to have too much of an effect on, on Kirk Cousins. Cause if, if you didn't have your heart set on Kirk Cousins already, then you probably won't have your heart set on him. If Aaron Rodgers, you know, turns you down. So that's my thought. I'm trying to think after you mentioned it, like who would be the quarterbacks that are available and would be better than Kirk Cousins. Maybe some of the teams that are looking for a quarterback are thinking draft. And we'll talk about yep. those prospects yep. a little bit later because the quarterbacks had a pretty good weekend overall, I would yep. say. But, you know, if they're looking for an established mercenary type guy, I think Russell Wilson is way ahead. I know Pete Carroll said, hey, we're not trading him, but no, no intention. I mean, yeah, no intention of trading. We have no intention of trading Percy Arvin. We have no intention of trading Stefan Diggs. We have no intention of trading ever anyone. That is until somebody offers us a first-round pick, in which case Quasey should just say, yes, we will take that. Thank you very much. We'll figure out yeah. quarterback later. Um, I think with this whole situation, Matthew Collar was at the scouting combine, which is basically just like loose lips sink ships times a billion. Because from what I was told, there's a whole bunch of scouts that are there to do their job. And then there's a whole lot of people standing around and just having fun. Like, that's how I, it was presented to me. Radio so, people. So, yeah. yeah, radio people, bloggers, Reporters, yeah, TV yeah. people, all that stuff. Agents just and gentlemen. Standing, yeah. It, uh, Declan Goff, a score North actually likened it to baseball's winter meetings, which I think yep. is a really good analogy because a lot of agents talk, they kind of mingle. They don't really tamper. It's like, Hey, it's isn't like how, when, uh, uh, is, Sean McVay ran into Matthews. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you go. Uh, no. Isn't that when A-Rod's like first big contract happened? Like with the Rangers, wasn't that, yeah. didn't that come out of winter meetings? I feel like that that's, that's where it came out of, but yeah, you were mentioning what 
Sean. It, well, it's uh, a lot Matt, like Sean McVay running into Matthew Stafford in Cabo. Just like, hey, he, we were just right at right. a cabana, and all of a sudden he was at the cabana next to us. And we're like, hey, aren't you Matthew Stafford? He's like, aren't you Sean McVay? And then we <laughs> talked football for 10 hours. It was so weird. You know, you just get into a conversation and you lose each other over some Mai Tais and stuff. Um, yeah, I, I mean, with Cousins, it's just like, a, who wants him? And B, like, do the Vikings want to pay him? And I mean, Collar was yeah. saying he thought that uh, Cousins is going to le- play his final year and play through it. And if that happens, like, somebody's going to go. Like, there's more no way somebody. this roster can stay. Yeah, yeah there's more, some bodies, like several people. Like, it might yeah. just be like, it, it's kind of like, uh, you know, when James Bond gets kidnapped and they, like, tie him up. And they, you know, maybe he's like in a stretch machine, like the one that Kyler Murray to use to get to six feet. And they're like, okay, Mr. Cousins, you can either take this pay cut or we're going to cut Adam Thielen. And he like spits on him and they like do the thing and he gets stretched out and Thielen gets cut. And he's like, all right, now we're going to cut to Neil Hunter. What do you think of that? And he's like, you're going to have to kill me or like something cool like that. I, I don't think Cousins would like have that. I don't know. Just yeah. be like, but yeah. You know. Um. I did. That's I awesome. listened to an. I listened to an old interview with Kirk Cousins. I think it was on like, Bussin' with the Boys the other day. It was from like 2019. Um, it's with, it's uh, with uh, Will Compton and Taylor Lewan. Uh, it's from, from Barstool or something. Um, and they were asking him what he would do to win a Super Bowl, and they talked about what Mike Vrabel said he would do. Uh, I'm not sure if you're familiar with that, where he would cut off yeah. certain something. Yeah. Kirk Cousins said, "No, I wouldn't do that." Um, and then they asked, would you punch like three babies in the face to win a Super Bowl? And he said, <laughs> no, I wouldn't do that either. And I'm like, what? Come on. Um, but my point is like, just, I, I, I don't know what my point is actually, but, but, and you mentioned Kyler Murray that brought up, that made me think of, I was listening to another podcast the other day where somebody was saying that the Cardinals don't want to give Kyler Murray a new contract cause he's, he, cause he's too short. And, and I was like, what? Uh, I don't, I don't <laughs> think that's factoring into it at all. Um, but yeah. Okay. Kirk Cousins. Yeah. I, I think they should, uh, you know, go to him be like, okay, you're, this is your last, last year with the Vikings, no matter how good you do. Um, uh, because to keep you, we got to get rid of a lot of people. So, uh, you know, be happy that you're getting your money this year. But a lot of people are going to be mad at you because we got to say goodbye to a lot of people that we could have kept. But because you want to get paid, then they have to go. So this is your choice. Uh, Enjoy your money. And, uh, you know, we'll uh, talk to you uh, next year. Okay, that was a good talk. But, yeah, I I don't know what what more you can do. I wrote something today about, like, some dark horse teams that could try and trade for Kirk Cousins. I mentioned the Dolphins because they just have a ton of cap space and and the Mike McDaniel, Kyle Shanahan connection. Uh, I mentioned the Lions just because uh, they have, I think they have three first round picks or three or two or three. Um, they have a, the 32nd one. And, you know, if, if the Lions were like, hey, we'll give you first round or we'll, uh, we'll give you a first round pick, but you have to take Jared Goff. Um, for Kirk Cousins, and I think the Vikings would be like, yeah, that's fine, because Kevin O'Connell worked with Jared Goff in 2020, and they were okay. It also saves the Vikings, I believe, like $25 million in cap space. 
Uh, it's also in the division, but at the same time, it's the Lions. And then it's Kirk Cousins. But he's from Michigan. Maybe he wants to finish there. I don't know. It was I, These are just random teams. And I picked the Eagles, too, just because they're just known for making crazy uh, uh, quarterback decisions. But then I was thinking, too, that there could – Kirk Cousins, I don't believe he's going to be the Vikings quarterback. You can't guarantee it until week one because it could be a Sam Bradford scenario where, where, where Teddy Bridgewater – not Teddy Bridgewater, but somebody gets hurt and somebody's like scrambling for a quarterback. Like they had all these high hopes for next season. And they're like, well, what about Kirk Cousins? And then the Vikings are like, well, give it to him. Give it to him. First round pick. And they're like, okay. Um, so I could see that scenario happening too. But but right now, you know, they cannot give him an extension. No extension. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Would you Would you agree with that? Yeah, I think extensions like the lowest desired yeah, outcome, be. especially because he doesn't want a discount or not not even a discount, no. but just like more years to help out. Like, just you can get paid, just just help the team out. But he doesn't. And want I to mean, that. like from a statistical standpoint, like we were just talking stats. Pay him, you know. If stats won yeah. games, sure, and to a degree they do. But I mean, for the most part. It's the person that Kirk is. It's the selfish, you know, I'm not going to call timeouts or, you know, getting in a pissing contest with Mike Zimmer over the vaccine or just some of those little things they just doesn't have. And I mean, then again, it doesn't make him a terrible, horrible person. I'm, I'm sure Kirk's a great guy. Like Canceling his football just, camp. God. <laughs> canceling his football camp. Managing his Netflix subscriptions to the penny. You think he has? You think he has his own? I don't think he has his own Netflix or not prescription subscription. He definitely either has like his brothers or (laughs) his parents. He does not. He has somebody else's password. He for sure does. (laughs) That's a very good point. He if he drives an Astro van, he probably yeah shares all the subscriptions like. He he doesn't have cable. He just bums off of everybody. Hey man, you got that Peacock sure. password? I want to watch. He might office. he might even be on like he might even be on like a three month free trial for everything and just make a new email address for everyone <laughs> so he can keep keep getting it. Yeah, he definitely does not have his own Netflix subscription. No way. <laughs> well, if the Vikings want to get rid of Cousins, they're going to need a new quarterback, and that could happen at the NFL Scouting Combine. And or excuse me, in the NFL draft, I'm just all over the place today. I apologize. But uh, in the (laughs) NFL draft uh, on the I'm flustered now. Let's let's rewind here. If the Vikings want to get rid of Kirk Cousins, they will have to draft a quarterback. And there is an important step on that road at the NFL scouting combine. Okay, now we're humming. This weekend, you know, we, we talked about it a little bit. You said you didn't watch too much of it. I probably watched a little bit less of it, but there were still some takeaways from what I saw. Uh, again, a lot of people there. Uh, Ian Rappaport reported a dog took a dump in the middle of the Indianapolis Convention Center, which is interesting. That. But on the field, I think Malik Willis is the biggest did, needle mover in this quarterback class. He did not take a think? dump on the field. He did, he definitely did not. In fact, he he helped out a homeless person on the street, and his agent might have recorded that. But that's yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I I've been the I've been wanting to say that 
on on Twitter, but I uh, don't also people also know that I'm like sort of a cynic where like I can look out for the worst. I look for the the worst in people sometimes and everyone was like, Oh, he's such a great person. And I looked at the person who posted and I'm like Adidas marketing rep. And I'm like, ah, yeah. is this real? But then I'm like, who, who cares? Like, I don't really care if it's real or not um, because it, who cares? It's whatever. That's not going to, that's not going to vault him to like the top three pick. If he's given people, homeless people clothes. What if, like, what if Bo Callahan had given a homeless person a shirt before Sonny Weaver Jr. Traded down or took, yeah. took Vontae Mack first. That's what happened first. And then he traded it back <laughs> up, gave three yeah. second rounders for number five overall pick. Let's, let's have Quasey try that and see what happens. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I uh, I saw that and I was just like, okay, all right, great. Uh, this is <laughs> you can do you can do a lot of things these days in the uh, age of technology and social media. So I'm always if it's if it's if it's genuine, sure. But it was conveniently. Oh look, he's there. Oh oh look, it must be Malik Willis. Like, how did you know that was Malik Willis? You're sitting uh, behind the window there. Whatever. I don't really care. Again, but yeah. Malik Willis, he looked he looked pretty good uh, <laughs> out on the field. Had some some deep bombs. Uh, maybe the receivers. I don't know if it was the receivers' fault for sometimes not catching them or or he over overthrew them. But he's got an arm. I think that's what 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 came out of it the most is he's got a pretty serious arm. Uh, we already know about his mobility. Um, you know what else? But uh, Kenny Pickett, he's got like the world's smallest hands, uh, apparently smaller than i actually measured my hands and they're smaller than his hands so i can't really talk but i'm also not you know quarterback or 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 would i be because apparently i wouldn't be able to hold on to the ball um but i think yeah you look at malik willis kenny pickett uh you mentioned what did you mention sauce gardner um i think he had he's a, a corner yeah, yeah yeah well yeah but yep yeah, but he had a, he oh had a good you're retail. talking overall Okay. Overall, yep. yeah, nice I'm move, I'm moving on overall because you know cornerback is something the Vikings are probably gonna look at closely in the first round. Surprise, a position they never consider in the first round. So they're gonna try corner maybe this <laughs> year. Uh, and Sauce Gardner keeps is the consensus actually on, on NFL mock draft database. Sauce Gardner is the consensus. Uh, Vikings pick, and then you, of course, you have Jordan Davis, uh, who I think you you were going to mention, who at 348 pounds ran a 40 in 4.78 seconds, which is insane that a guy that size can can move that fast. I don't know if it's more scary than insane, but it's or incredible. Um, I think it's a little bit of everything. Then you had you know Iowa State running back Brees Hall. I think had a good showing. Uh, there and I think running back, like I mentioned in previous shows, is is a position group to to keep an eye on with with Dalvin Cook being more tradable next year and Alexander Madison being a free agent. Uh, of course, you had Ohio State receiver Chris Olave, who had a great forty time, he had great numbers at Ohio State. Uh, I I'm not even sure if he's going to be around though when it comes time for the Vikings to make their pick in the first round. And then you had Virginia tight end. Jelani Woods, who uh, also had himself a good combine, but at the same time, I don't, I don't put too much weight into the combine. You know, especially with skill position players, I'd rather look at guys who've been more consistent on the field 
and, you know, show up on tape rather than, you know, how high can you jump in your underwear or, or how fast you can run. So, um, combine's cool, but I don't, at this point, I don't even think it's really about the prospects. It, it is about like the pre tampering tampering at this point. Yeah. It, it's an event. It's what it yeah. is. And they found a way to get fans involved. Like there was cheering at the combine, which was super <laughs> weird. Like watching the highlight Malik Willis threw a moon ball and like people were like, yeah. And I'm just like, what? Like, <laughs> why are, why are, why are people here? Like the, the most fun about this draft uh, process is that mm-hmm. people will find ways just to pick apart the smallest prospect. And like Malik Willis, it, the big notion was, oh, well, you know, he played at Liberty or whatever. Then all of a sudden he starts throwing pa- Well, you know, he played Auburn passes. He played yeah. at Auburn too, right? Well, well, I, I'm getting, I'm getting to that point because okay. that's the other thing. I, that was something I heard. They're like, well, he transferred from Auburn because Jared Stidham was there. Like what, what a loser. And it's just like, everybody transfers now. If, yeah, if yeah, they yeah. don't play. Yeah within the first year or so, like everybody transferred. I, I came up with a list and this is just off the top of my head. These are just some of the quarterbacks that have transferred and become starting NFL quarterbacks and yeah. like decent. Uh, Joe Flacco won a Super Bowl, by the way, uh, transferred from you? Pittsburgh because Tyler Palco oh. was there. Then he wound up at De- Delaware. Baker Mayfield was at Texas tech transferred to Oklahoma. Uh, I mean, things aren't going well for him, but hell, He's all number right. One pick, Kyler number Murray. One yeah. Kyler Murray. You may have heard of him. Another number yeah. one overall pick. Yeah. Texas yeah. A&M to Oklahoma. Yeah. Uh, Jalen Hurts also yeah. transferred from Alabama to Oklahoma because Tua Tungavailoa was there. Uh, Justin Fields transferred from Georgia to Ohio State. Yeah. And once he got there, the backup at Ohio State transferred. Yeah. And do you know what his name was? I Joe do. freaking Burrow. <laughs> <laughs> so, so like, I mean, they'll, they'll make up anything they can. Like, yeah. oh, Kenny Pickett has small hand. Like, to me, it's it's not about the measurements. It, it's not about any of that stuff. It's, no. you know, confirming what we kind of know and marrying the two together. Because Dalvin Cook had an absolutely crap combine when he came out. And yet, his game wasn't related to those skills that he wasn't good at. He didn't need yeah. speed. He's a one-cut running back. Yeah. He's got enough burst up the middle to go the distance he'll be good running back and look what happened Kenny Pickett every time I watch him I go eh like he's super accurate and everything and I mean he wears the gloves he's got the small hands you know little, some people little Mac Jones give him the Teddy label esque. Mac yeah. Jones-esque just he's okay people, he doesn't blow you away but <laughs> people crapped all over Mac Jones because he put up too good of stats Oh yeah, he he has got receivers everywhere. How do you do you expect that? Joe Burrow threw 60 touchdowns. Like and he still went number one. Like nobody crapped on him. And there yeah. probably was still some internet nerd going, well, actually, you know, <laughs> Joe Burrow's hands, they're only nine inches long. And when you have hands like that, like, shut up. Yeah. I don't think uh what, what's his face? I don't think uh it's not Chase. Yeah. Justin, not Justin Chase. Uh, what's his what's his name? Jamar his, Chase. Jamar Chase. I don't think Jamar Chase he cares how big uh Yeah, yeah. Remember remember he couldn't catch? Uh and then he went to went this on guy one sucks. rookie of the year. Sorry. Uh he broke yeah. the broke the rookie receiving record. Yeah, he he sucks. Uh, there are probably yeah. some people that are just like Justin Jefferson didn't play the first two games. He can't be good. He's gotta be struggling. BC Johnson taking <laughs> over, man. 
Like, uh, uh, I don't think I'm, I don't I, think I'm ever going to forgive Mike Zimmer for that. I don't think so. Like he's done a lot of bad things, but to not start Justin, I understand it's like you have Diggs and Thielen still, you want to start those two guys, but it was BC Johnson. Like what was Justin Jefferson not doing in practice to be better than BC Johnson? Like, even so, he's a first-round pick. Come on. Like, I understand you want to, like, humble rookies and stuff, but this guy clearly is already one of the best receivers in the league, and you didn't play him. Did they lose both those games? I feel like they lost both those games too, right? They did. They lost yeah. to Green Bay, and they lost to Indianapolis. Yep. They got killed by Indianapolis. Uh, yeah. bad game. Yeah. They got killed it, by the Packers too. This time is but- weird because – and I think it's picked up more with like social media and stuff with like all these random reports about little things about prospects and how they do this and how they don't do that. And it's, I don't know. I don't know if it's like agents trying to position their players to get them higher up on, on the draft board. Like is Malik Willis's agent conspiring to get Kenny Pickett lower on, on the draft board. So his, he can be the first quarterback. And I, I wish I was joking, but I, I, could totally see that being the case, and I'm I'm sure it probably actually is. But yeah, these are these are all weird things we hear about. You know, like I think the the other top defensive end in this class, what Thibodeau, somebody said like he. I heard some weird report about him like not being like the Jaguars didn't like him for some reason. Yeah, like he's like not a team player or something. I'm like. This is they, not even in the league yet. Like <laughs> we don't know anything. Um, but yeah, this is. I don't like the drills. I don't like the combine. I know. I don't even know if draft people really do like they. They like the measure. I think they like the measurements more than they do the actual like drills. I think that's what most people are there for. In the injury stuff and measurements, you know, is so and so actually six four, or is he six two? Uh, which sometimes. A lot of time, actually, turns out to be a case where your college listing, not not even really close to what you actually are. And uh, it's kind of funny sometimes. But I like Combine for all the news that comes out, like the rumors that we've been hearing about from the press conferences and everything. And that's what I like it for. Uh, because, what, this is when, uh, you know, Diggs wasn't going to be traded, and he gets traded. Uh, Mike Zimmer doesn't want an expensive quarterback. The Vikings signing expensive quarterbacks. So based on the past, Kirk Cousins is getting traded because just <laughs> go with the opposite of everything that happened in the past. Um, but yeah, what what do you what are your like impressions of the combine? Is there, is there like anyone that really stood out to you that you're like you want upon the table for? I th- I think you mentioned somebody in when we were in your outline or whatever before we were talking that you uh, would like the Vikings to trade up for who's not a quarterback. Yeah. And that would be the corner back yeah. that you mentioned. I love Sauce Gardner. I love the name. What kind I don't of even sauce know what is his he? Real name? Yeah. Is. What kind of what kind of sauce? What kind of sauce is, is he? Hot sauce? Hot sauce. Mar- marinara sauce. Marinara. No. <laughs> this is this is a good question. Alfredo sauce. I don't think he'd be like Mac. Mac sauce would be a little bit tangy and kind of you know whatever. Um, marinara sauce. I don't know. That's that's just kind of basic. Alfredo, little cheesy. I think hot sauce. You know, if he's got that, because he's got that flash. Like he just, remember that. he looks like a star. 
in did my you watch eyes. those those and one mixtapes? Did you ever watch Hot Sauce, the the basketball player? <laughs> yes. Yes, like, when Stefan yeah. Marbury was rocking the N ones oh, yeah. when I was oh, in yeah. grade school and like to watch those. They had there was the like a guy like yeah. There was like an ESPN like, reality show for 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 the mixtape tour or whatever. I, I used to watch that. That was that was huge during the day and I'm I'm totally dating myself right now. Come on, sauce. Quit old yeah. sauce. Yeah. Quit. He was oh! he's, a, he's a legend. He's a legend. Hot sauce. He's... The professor, sauce remember Gardner. the professor? Yeah, <laughs> sorry. I'm, Wasn't I'm, Jason I'm... Williams on there too? No, no. Or is... no, 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 no. He probably could have been though. He did a lot of like he did a lot of the things that they, they they did, but he was a little too polished to be uh, on the N one mixtape tour. It, it's like Little League where they like move guys up like a grade because they're too yeah. good. Just yeah. like all right, little Timmy, like you're big yeah. Timmy now. You're gonna play with the fourth graders. Um, so, he's, so he's hot sauce. Yes, he is hot sauce. And they asked him, they said, hey, uh, what are you, you going to do if you give up a touchdown in the NFL? Because he hadn't given one up in college. And he's like, I have no plans of giving up a touchdown in the NFL, <laughs> which I love. <laughs> he's going to give one up. I, I Absolutely. But I mean, the guy just, he's oozing charisma. He looks like a star. And last time I checked, the Vikings need corners, like mm-hmm. so bad, which is ridiculous because they took corner like three years in a row in the first round of the draft. Like, and somebody brought this up, like the whole video where uh, the Vikings were giddy that Justin Jefferson fell to them. Mike Zimmer's first words were, well, what about the corners? Like, we're going to get a corner. And like, Rick's like, really? shut up, Mike. No, we'll I, didn't, get, I, oh, didn't yeah. even, I didn't even notice. Yeah. yeah. Cause, cause he's like, you think we still get a corner? At oh, I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> to have to watch that. I did not notice that. I'm going to have to see. And that. then they traded, and I think they traded down from 25 to get did, yeah. more picks. So I'm sure like Zimmer is just like, what about the corner, man? What yeah, about the yeah, corner? Yeah. Like, I don't know. They could have traded down to 44 and just got Antoine Winfield Jr. But that's mm-hmm. another discussion. Yeah. Um, They need one. They, they need right. one. And I mean, to patch the secondary up with a whole bunch of band-aids just isn't going to help. So, I mean, if you are going to trade up for a non-quarterback, I would say Sauce Gardner is the guy because he can shut down some of the top guys and we're projecting here, obviously he could come in as a rookie and be complete trash for all we know. Mm-hmm. But I mean, he's got the skill set. He's got true shutdown skills. And I think he's safer than a guy like Daryl Stingley who sat out the 2020 mm-hmm. season, uh, who was injured last season and just didn't, didn't look like the same guy. I think he shut it down early. If I'm not mistaken, I mean, I would rather go for a guy like Sauce Gardner who was in there and held his own with James Jameson Williams before he tore his ACL. Like I think Sauce Gardner's the premier prospect. The other guy that I'm really liking, especially after last weekend, is Jordan Davis. And you're like, okay, Zimmer, calm down. You already got two nose tackles. Well, one of them is probably getting cut because that's for sure. Michael Pierce. For sure. For sure. And for you sure. need you need a big dude as your nose tackle in that three four. Uh, Vita Vea, they don't play a three, four, but he's a big man. He's a very athletic man and he can stuff the run. He can get after the passer. He can do a lot of things that Viking defensive tackles haven't done in a really long time. Even if Jordan Davis is only going to play 50% of the snaps, he is going to be a wrecker in the middle of the field. And I would rather have that guy on my team 
than playing against my team, especially when Garrett Bradbury gets knocked over by the wind. Like, give me Jordan Davis on my team so he can go mess someone up. So, I mean, the guy's a character out of a horror movie, for God's sake. It, it's insane. Yeah, I, I've, I could see him being he, – see, he feels like a Bears player, right? Like, you could see him playing on the Bears. Like, he's totally – no. Yeah, but but he does. He just seems like <laughs> he's – Akeem Hicks is probably gone, so they're going to get somebody to replace him, and I could see that being him. Um, and with Sauce Gardner, he's got like really long arms. I think that's the one thing I noticed about him, which is very essential when you're a cornerback, especially like if you get beat, you can just stick your arm out and uh and poke the ball away. But yeah, his his confidence is you know, lots of corners have confidence, but I think his confidence is more uh believable than than some other guys. You know, a lot of guys can talk, uh, but you know, but do they walk? Because um, you know, someone like Jalen Ramsey, he he talks like that. He talks like, you know, he's not going to beat me. I, nobody's going to beat me. And nine times out of ten, he's right. Uh, except when he goes against uh, what's his face, T. Higgins, uh, and he grabs his face mask. Um, but <laughs> falls down in the Super Bowl, and yeah, that's what I'm happens. talking about. Somebody yeah. sacked Joe Burrow first. Um, yeah, didn't he? Did he get beat by? Jamar Chase too, yeah. And then the first quarter. Oh, Chase was Chase was open, but Burrow yeah. got sacked. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he he reminds me of that. Um, but the thing the thing that only holds me back from from the Vikings going after a corner in the first round is just, I'm just sick of the Vikings drafting corners in the first round. I know it's a need and I feel like they should go after they should try and get a veteran first. I feel like they should try and get a like a Kyle Fuller or somebody else who can come in, doesn't need a year or two of development to adjust to the speed of the NFL. Cause corners, it's a tricky, it's a tricky transition from, from college to the NFL. No, no matter how good you are um, in college, that, that transition from, from being a cornerback to the NFL from college to the NFL is, is tricky because the rule chain, the rules are, are much different. You can't, you can't touch guys in the NFL like you can in college. And, and a lot of guys struggle with that. So I, would rather have the Vikings look for a veteran corner first. And if not, then okay, then, then try and get sauce or, or somebody else. And I understand what you're saying, but that might've also been a Zimmer thing too. And a lot of that might've oh, yeah. been getting the wrong guy. Cause remember the Vikings took Trey Waynes over Marcus Peters. Cause he got kicked off yeah. the team yep. in college and Marcus Peters stepped on the field and there was no adjustment period. He was one of the best corners in the league immediately. So maybe that will happen with sauce. I, Trey, it, it's an outlier, but Trey Wayne's the highest uh, pl- paid player on the Bengals right now who played on special teams in the Super Bowl. Yep. Uh, he's totally getting cut this year. Uh, <laughs> so good thing the Vikings let him go because they weren't going to, he's not worth the money that he, he got. But uh, maybe they'll bring him back. I don't know. Uh, let's not. Let's not do that. <laughs> I, I was never. I was never of of like a. F- People are like, oh, he's solid. He's great in the run. I'm like, but that's not his job. He's a corner. He's supposed to cover well, and he always gets beat. And if he does, doesn't cover the guy, then he gets a flag. So, uh, yeah, I was never the biggest Trey Wayne's fan. Great guy, uh, but you know, not 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 a fan of his performance on the field. Well, on that note, we should wrap things up on the Viking Age podcast. Yeah, we got to see what's up with Eric Sugarman. 
Yeah, we, we got to go. We got to scout the wire and see if anything broke while we were talking. Yeah. But until then, don't forget to like, share, subscribe, all that YouTube stuff. Check us out again. We'll be back on the air 6.15 Central Time on Thursday night. For my co-host, Adam Patrick, I'm Chris Shad. We'll talk to you later on the Viking Age podcast. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.